0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Uncover the Reality, where there's no stress, no drama, just keeping it real. you probably guessed from the title of my podcast what I'm going to be talking about today. So today's episode, yeah, it's going to be about just some advice I would give myself starting sick form last year and just things I've worked out, some things that I should have done better, some things that I maybe should have just left and also just like some generic advice if you're starting like any project so yeah let's talk Thing I thought I would talk about is how to prepare for sick form like the summer beforehand and for those of you who don't know what sick form is it is the two years before you go to uni like some people call it college but I call it sick form because I go to a sick form so I have split it down in how to prepare mentally and how to prepare physically. So on the mentally side, I would definitely say to prepare for the workload. Definitely you should enjoy your summer. Enjoy the summer after GCSEs. That pretty much is the... Last summer where you don't have to be stressing before the end of A-levels, before before the end of um, year 13, that summer. Also, I know from my older brothers is a, an amazing summer as well because obviously you finished your exams. But yeah, definitely enjoy your summer after your GCSEs. But I would definitely say the last 2 weeks maybe of summer you should probably be preparing for sick form so yeah the workload just mentally prepare yourself for your teachers to be giving you much more content much more quickly and yeah most of you will be doing three subjects at my sick form we start with four um and then in year 13 we can go to three but Even though it's four subjects and you might be thinking from GCSE, I know I definitely thought that, oh, A-levels is only four subjects and at GCSE you're doing nine to 13 or, like, however many you want to do. And let me tell you, (laughs) I sound so stupid. Looking back at year 10 me, I sound so stupid saying... A-levels is going to be easy because it's only four subjects. The workload for those four subjects in each subject, there is so much content. So I would just say, be prepared for your teachers to be going at a very fast pace, but don't worry because you will have free periods to go over your work. And yes, your free periods, (laughs) you should use them wisely. And yeah, So another thing I would say is to make a plan or set some goals. Like in my school, we have exams every November. So maybe in the November you'll say, okay, I want to get an A in this subject. I want to get a B in this subject. Like just set yourself like little goals to work towards. I feel that's that's really beneficial, especially for me. So on the preparing physically side, I would say you need a pencil case. I know it sounds so silly. Like, of course you need a pencil case. But some people are rocking up to class without a pen. And I know it was you in GCSE who did not have a pen in specifically science. But it's okay. I am telling you right now, get yourself a pencil case, get yourself some pens, a ruler, whatever you need, depending on what subjects you're doing. Yeah, get organised, guys, and you definitely should get a folder for each subject. You can't be doing this GCSE thing where you (laughs) mix subjects in uh, one folder Honestly, it's going to get so confusing. So I would say just have a folder for each subject. And yeah, also something that I didn't do, which I wish I did, which my friends did as well. They had day folders. So as I said, there's a lot of content, a lot of sheets coming at you from your teachers. So just have a a day folder that you take in each day and split that up. So let me explain properly. So at home, you have your subject folders. You have your three or four subject folders where you put in all of your work from that particular subject. But each day I would say bring in a little folder. So when you go to class and divide that folder up into the three or four sections, depending on how many subjects you're doing or five, divide that folder up into three to five sections and when you go to that class put put the sheets that your teacher's giving you in that in that section of that folder and when you get home then put those sheets in the different subject folders that you have at home because honestly because the content is so much and there's so many sheets you don't have to bring in the whole like big folder. Cause I can tell you right now, your folder is going to get very big <laughs> and very heavy. So yeah, try and get a day folder. Also what I got, some of my friends really laugh at me for this, but you know, I still got it. Um, those like plastic folders that you put your sheets in, And I don't know why they were laughing at me, because when it rains, their sheets will be getting wet. But if it's in a plastic sheet, plastic folder thing, I'm not sure what it's called, um, then it's, like, weatherproof. Honestly, invest in um, those plastic folder things. And also, I would say, definitely in sick form, because... Depending on what school you go to, you will probably have smaller class sizes than in GCSE. So, be prepared for, like, the relationship with your teacher to be more... I'm not sure the word, but you're closer with your teachers. Like, they actually respect you now. They don't, like, see you as, like, little kids anymore. Well, I hope they don't. And, like, I hope they respect you a bit more, so... Be prepared for that and, like, be prepared for um, more discussion in class as well. Like, if you're one of those people who, like, kind of hid at the back of the class, didn't really say much in GCSE, yeah, be prepared to just be involved in discussion. And also, if you are, then you'll be learning a lot better and I feel like when you get home it will be a lot easier to understand the content if you're you've already been participating in the discussions in class maybe like you'll be able to grasp the concepts more easily as well but obviously this doesn't apply for every single subject like sciences is more factual so I don't know I don't take sciences but um yeah I'm not sure if there's many discussions in sciences as there is in humanities. So, yeah. So, I thought I would talk about advice I would give myself during the year. So... The biggest thing I would say to myself is it's actually not that deep. Like, don't kill yourself over one piece of homework. Like, yeah, it's important. Like, try your best to meet that deadline that your teacher set. But don't kill yourself. I cannot stress this enough. Like, your well-being is so much more important than one essay deadline or one just like any homework Uh, and also if your teacher can't reason with you just leave it just leave it one time I told my teacher I'm sorry I wasn't able to do it because I was really stressed really tired and she told me we're all stressed we're all tired and I was like all I said was okay okay sometimes there is just no energy needed for that. There is no need to argue with your teacher, saying this that, the other. You know what happened that week, they don't. If you could have met that deadline, you would have, but you didn't, so it's fine, it's not that deep. And anyway, you can say to them that you can catch up in the holiday or catch up the next week it's not that deep. I don't know why some teachers actually make it like it's the end of your life. It's not. Your well-being is more important. If you were stressed, if you were tired, just leave it and do it next week or in a holiday where you're rested and you can actually do the homework at a much better quality as well. And also another thing is with commitments. I don't know. Some schools have a big extracurricular program. And if your school encourages you to do like sports, music, drama, and on top of your subjects, and everything is getting too much just say don't suffer in silence don't be in class falling asleep otherwise you're going to miss important content don't be in class just stressed about some some other homework that's due in the next lesson cuz i know we all did it in GCSE but A level let's be different guys just tell your teacher i'm tired I'm stressed about this. And hopefully they can reason with you. And cause they were there once. They actually were there at a point in their life where they were doing A-levels and it was hard. Like I know some people say that the new A-level system is harder. I think it is, but um, yeah, they w- were there once. So hopefully they can sympathise with you with all the commitments and especially a school like mine where there is a lot of extracurricular stuff. And one of my English teachers is very accommodating to me. She knows that um, I do sport and music, so she does understand sometimes when something needs to be handed in maybe a day late or maybe two days late or at the weekend so yeah just be honest with your teachers and like I said it's not that deep. (laughs) Um, Another advice I would give is something that I got from Ibsmo if you haven't listened to my other podcast um then what are you doing (laughs) go and listen to it um but my previous podcast i said that i have been binge watching it was mode this summer because he is so funny um but he definitely did give very good advice and he gave this eight hour advice thing (laughs) he said split your day up into eight hours, like eight hours sleep, eight hours rest and eight hours work. And I think that's a really good idea, like to manage your days better, to make sure you're not overworked or t- and too tired and to actually make sure you do the work as well. So yeah, and also if you have like two, three hours of lesson time at school then that is included in the eight hours of work and like in free periods if you're not doing that work in that free period then that contributes to the eight hours of rest time but talking about free periods you need to use them well Go to the library. Don't go to your student study room. Because definitely in my school, that was not a study room. That was a... I call it the drama room. People would just be talking about this drama that happened. That happened with this person. This happened with this person. Honey, if you want drama, go audition for a play. Go... I don't know, go to the theatre or something. You do not have time for drama. At the end of the day, you are at school for less than two years. You're at sick form for less than two years. You need to get your education and... Run. <laughs> But if you are not one of those people who are athletic, then maybe you can briskly walk. But yeah, first and foremost, school should be about getting your education. There is no need for drama. Definitely not on this podcast, as I said in the beginning. Um, But yeah, I know... I'm going to sound like such a mum, but I'm just keeping it real with you guys. Like the title of this podcast, I am uncovering the reality of sick form for you. So definitely stay focused on why it is you're going to school and focused on those goals I told you to make at the start of the year. And, yeah. So, in my previous episode, I did say that I would be sharing more about myself on my podcast. So, I thought I'd just tell you a little bit about what I'm going to be doing this year to stay organised, hopefully. Um, And yeah, so in the summer, I have started writing little checklists down in um, a book and I really do recommend it. Um, So I have three sections. So I have a must-do section where that's where you start with... Um, for the day, like the most important things for the day that you must do on that day, whether it's to email someone to do certain reading or like a certain homework. And then under that is an aim to do. And in the aim to do, um, it's just two or three things that if I get everything that I must do finished, then I can look at that and see if I can try and do some. That would probably be in the evening. And then the third section is if I can. So if I can do some things, then that is what I would do. So I have three sections um, to my day. And in each section, apart from the must do, must do, you can obviously, If you have like five, six, whatever many things that you must do that day, you put them in that section. And then aim to do, I usually do about two or three because realistically, if you put so much in your must do, then you're not going to probably get the aim to do done. And also in the if I can section, it's mainly just one or two things because then your day just gets a bit busy and you might get overwhelmed and be like at the end of the day that you haven't achieved what you wanted to in the day so yeah that is what I've been doing in the summer just to make sure I have got everything done that I need to that day and also what I've been doing so the next day Anything in the aim to do section that um, I haven't done, I put in the must do section the next day. And the same thing with the if I can section, I put in the aim to do section. So everything just moves up one section, um, up one priority, I guess. So yeah, that's a way I've been trying to stay organised. So yeah. And then also... I'm going to be getting a massive year calendar, the ones that start from September to um, next summer, and just writing down all the deadlines. Like, I know if anyone's applying for Oxbridge, that deadline is on the 15th of October, and then all the other deadlines are on the 15th of January for the other unis. And then also, if you have, like... I, I'm applying for law so I have to do the LNAT and um, if you're going to be applying for medicine you have to do the UCAT so yeah just putting the deadlines on a calendar so you can see like as the days go yeah um, what you have to do each day. Day to meet that deadline, whether that's doing like practice papers, finding out the format of the exam, because especially LNAT and UCAT, we haven't done that before in GCSE or A level. So, yeah, I would really recommend you getting a calendar and just putting all the important dates down. And also, later on in the year, you can put in your mock exam dates, as I mentioned earlier. My school have exams in November, so I would be putting that down. And also, when you do get your exam timetable, well, I'm talking as if um, it's you, but me, when I get my exam table timetable, I will um, be putting my exams when they are on my calendar as well. So I can make a revision plan to um towards that date and also if you are in your gcse year or in your a level year or just a year where you have important exams then i really recommend you cutting down on other commitments that your school expects you to do so for me i really hope my music and sports teachers are kind enough to let me off the um, rehearsals and training sessions for me to actually study and because this year is going to be quite important for me. That is it guys thank you so much for listening to my podcast and stay tuned for next week's episode as well i ironically in my last episode i did say that i wasn't going to start a youtube channel because of the costs of lighting and everything but i have found a way to put my podcast on youtube without having to do all the video stuff so uh look out for that my podcast will be on YouTube hopefully by next week if not next week then definitely the week after and yeah guys thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week